Well, it was 50 years ago we celebrated the inaugural Earth Day on April 22, 1970. Created by Wisconsin Senator Gaylord Nelson, an estimated 20 million people participated nationwide. The observance has since become a global phenomenon. MSU Today is marking Earth Day 2020 with a roundtable conversation among, th among MSU environmental leaders, three individuals who have devoted much of their lives to the environmental, social, and economic sustainability of the university and our planet. Venny Gore is Vice President for Auxiliary Enterprises. Venny, welcome back. Thank you. Good to see you, Russ, or talk to you, Russ. Dan Bowman is Vice President for Strategic Infrastructure Planning and Facilities. Dan, good to have you back on the program. Thank you. Glad to be here. And Amy Butler is the Director of Sustainability for Michigan State University, and it's great to have her back on the program as well. Amy, how are you? I'm great. It's great to talk to you. Let's, I wondered if I could just start, and maybe you first, Venny. I mean, I, I don't want to say sustainability sort of become a buzzword, but it means a lot of different things to a lot of people, and I know it's something that you guys think about and live and breathe every day. I wondered if you might just comment on sort of what, what sustainability and Earth Day coming together kind of mean to you, and, and how does it infuse your job every day? Sure. So sustainability has been one of our key values as an organization dating back to 2007. And it started with um, uh, really beginning to, as a response to students, not only is it about recycling and, and reusing, but it is also how we procure various different products um, and fair trade. And, and so there's both the um, physical uh, uh, things that we do uh, around the residence halls and in hospitality areas, but it's also a way of how we look at the social ramifications of the things we do. And Dan, how about you? Sure, I, I, was, I was reflecting a little bit on Earth Day and, and it seems like we often get so caught up in the, in the day to day, we don't take time to step back and, and really uh, pause and think about how our actions really um, can affect a, a larger ecosystem than ourselves and can have a great impact on this earth. And so when I think about uh, Earth Day, I think about how our sustainable actions to, today can have a real big impact tomorrow. Often for us, it's around energy savings, but it's also really about protecting the natural environment and the human health of all of our occupants on campus. Yeah, here, here. And Amy Butler, how about you? Well, Earth Day to me is a time where uh, people become aware uh, and awaken their passion for protecting the environment and make that commitment to take action. And it's really about the individual and helping them to educate themselves and realize that every single person has a role to play. Here at MSU, it's really important because we look at sustainability as the four C's, campus, community, curriculum, and culture. So it's really the intersection of all the things that Benny said, all the things that Dan said, and put, weaving them together um, with our academic and our innovation side as well. And that's what we look at to move uh, the university forward. It's certainly something that our, that our students demand. Uh, it's something that our alumni demand, and it is embedded in the roots of who we are in the mission of the university as a premier land grant institution. And, you know, I like to say with all that you guys and your teams do that every day is Earth Day at Michigan State University. But and I wonder, Amy, staying with you, just give us a couple of examples, some things you're proud of that we're doing to help the environment. 
Well, probably one of the greatest achievements, we launched a, uh, back in 2012, we launched an energy transition plan. And at that same time, we were starting uh, to aggressively look at a number of different uh, major actions that we could take, uh, not only in how we build new buildings, but also how we operate our existing buildings, where we could uh, both make them efficient and fiscally responsible in how we operate them, reduce our greenhouse gas impact and our energy use, and then at the, in the same time, also making them a uh, optimal space for learning and for our students to live in. And through that, we uh, established a goal of reducing 20% of our energy intensity use in 20 million square feet of buildings by the year 2020. And what I am most proud of is to announce today that Dan and Benny, by everybody working together, we achieved that goal two years early at the end of our 2018. We achieved that challenge. To me, that was one of the biggest, uh, biggest accomplishments because it really shows how all of the four C's work together. It shows how all of the aspects of the university work together. And it also demonstrates that we are leading by a design in helping to demonstrate that it can be done in a fiscal really responsible way and at the same time improving the environment that our students learn and live in. Well, congratulations. That's wonderful news. And, and Dan, how about you? Or is there a couple of things you're most proud of or would like to highlight? You know, I, I think we've made steady progress in all of our buildings, kind of um, adding on to what Amy mentioned, to, uh, to really improve the control systems within the buildings that, that ultimately provide a better environment for all of our users, but also save energy. So there's kind of a double win there. Uh, the other thing is really just staying abreast of the latest technology, things like converting uh, lighting systems from from the old uh, T12s and T8s to LED systems, things that will, uh, once again, have a double win. They'll bring down our energy use, but also provide a better environment for our folks to uh, to work and, and use uh, the buildings. Vanny Gore, how about you, sir? I uh, would agree with Dan and Amy. I think we're, we're really proud with how to become part of culture. I think that's probably the the biggest thing that we could sort of say that you know sustainability and being socially aware isn't something that we do as an add-on. It's just who we are, and um, so our we see that in when we have large events um, with dance crew and our crew when <clears throat> we try to make it zero waste and in reducing as much food waste and and paper waste as possible. And if you Imagine what that's like when you have 10,000 people out on the uh, Cherry Lane Park. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, how much of a difference that makes and how much waste we reduce. And, and our, our students respond and are asking us on various different things that we're doing in the residence halls. Uh, we'll have students who will um, talk to us about the packaging we have and at Sparties and, and then how the staff responds to reduce the plastic that we're having in our, in our various different buildings and working with our vendors. So it is who we are, and I think it's, it's a lot of things to be proud of. I wondered if each of you might comment as well, just sort of aspirationally, we're always working on things, some things. Are there some short-term goals of some things you know we're going to accomplish and maybe just some, I don't want to say wild and crazy ideas, but something we're going to shoot for that might take a little work? I guess I say we're always 
we're always building on our sustainability ethos. So where are we heading next? Maybe you first, Dan. Well, there's a couple areas I'd highlight. Uh, although we haven't made it a campus goal yet to achieve campus neutrality, I think that's really the overall overarching objective for all of us who are who are involved with sustainability. So we're doing many things at our power plant to really optimize the operation and reduce the impact on the environment. Uh, things like putting in uh, new energy efficient engines to provide to produce electricity, taking our old uh, 60 year old boilers offline, adding more uh, solar uh, to our um, portfolio, things like that to really, you know, push that uh, that envelope on trying to achieve uh, neutrality. Um, the other area I'd like to um, I'm kind of proud of that we're sort of aspiring to achieve is Amy and I recently co-signed a tree management plan. Uh, and the idea is to um, to really optimize our tree community on this campus. So many people don't know that we lose about 300 trees a year to storms, disease, construction, things like that. And this tree management plan would um, put in place a policy whereby we would ensure that we not only replace all the trees we lose, but we optimize that campus canopy, uh, both for the environment and for all the individuals who are on campus. Cool. And Amy, how about you? What are some things you're looking forward to on the sustainability front at MSU? Well, short term, one of the things we're really focusing on is continuing it to expand the reach of sustainability throughout the campus by engaging our faculty, our staff, and our students, and bringing our alumni in, being able to do day-to-day -day actions and programming uh, that gets them engaged. Uh, Long term, we really want to continue to reach towards laying out some additional goals uh, that focus in sustainability as part of and in alignment with our strategic planning process. It's really important that as a leading land grant research institute that we really continue to develop those innovations that are going to help, help us and help others in the world meet some of the, the crisis that we're seeing. Uh, and experience evening today and how we can develop solutions for handling the future. Uh, I think another important role that we play uh, is convening thought leaders to have start having some of the tough conversations around subjects like climate change and resiliency and mobility and economic prosperity and even environmental justice. So I'm really looking forward to being able to launch and convene some of those um, thought leadership and really help us as we transition and uh, try to figure out as a as a community, as a state, and as a nation where we're going next. Cool. And Benny Gore, how about you? What are you looking down the road at or hoping to uh, achieve? So I, I would say there's, I'd put it on sort of three levels. And one, Dan and I have been working on this for so many years, I think we forgot, we, we forget, but uh, is on the energy conservation in our facilities. Our, uh, in the residence halls, our buildings were, the youngest building is was built in 1967. So they were built in a time when energy was cheap. And so as we continue to do renovation in the buildings and we're looking at, again, how do we uh, reduce our energy costs and with our mechanical systems and our ventilation, that's gonna be an ongoing process for us and we can't forget not to do that. And I think the second thing that we're that we're beginning to sort of take a look at is how do we reduce our carbon footprint across the campus? Uh, we've got a supply chain that goes back and forth to feed 50,000 people a day and 
and uh, when we're in fully in campus. And so um, as um, uh, semi-autonomous vehicles come in, you know, what are the things that we can begin to look at in terms of reducing our energy footprint um, with uh, electric vehicles in the future and, or, or even uh, autonomous vehicles? And I think the third thing, again, is, um, is responding to our students in the educational realm. Um, RISE has been a great program for that um, in that uh, residential initiative for sustainable environment. And so that group of students um, has really taken on the challenge of, of the future and sustainability. And we're seeing people who are students who may not necessarily have a uh, academic degree in sustainability, but are interested in it for a lot of different reasons. So again, um, with our eco students that Carly Iancy is working with is, is really getting students involved in this whole process and continue to do that. And let me ask you, Vanny, maybe stay with you first. Obviously, how, how does coronavirus and COVID-19 play into this? It's going to impact everything we do. Is it affecting our sustainability goals? You know, you know it depends on how you look at it. Uh, I think one of the things that um, currently as in we probably use more plastic than we would want to use. Um, and, and so uh, we have to be careful and thoughtful about the packaging that we take out and whether we're um, into uh, going to more um, post, uh, com compostable material. I think that's going to be one of the things we, we have to think about. Uh, I think one of the other things we have to think about is how uh, social distancing impacts how we do things. Um, and so that's got to be uh, another issue for us. Amy, how about you? How does the, the virus play into all of your work? Uh, it's causing us to really look at how we do things. Uh, as far as it certainly hasn't slowed down, but we immediately wanted to make sure that we were staying in touch with our students and still engaging them and giving them that connection to campus, even though they might not physically be on campus. Uh, we have a student sustainability leadership council that we've been working with over a year and that was one of the first things we did is reach out to the students and let them know that we're still here and it was interesting because they really brought um, topics to bear and things they said that that communication is critical for them to feel engaged and they wanted to know how help and how uh, the physical nature um, will impact sustainability. They also wanted to understand a little bit about how to job search in a COVID environment. So we brought a couple alumni in to talk about that. And, you know, so it, it has definitely changed how we do things. Uh, it has brought more awareness to the surface of the importance of sustainability and having, uh, having tools in place to help us to deal with things like this, like Benny just talked about several uh, great opportunities for us to rethink how we do. And I think the third thing is it's given the, our, our university an opportunity to really show how we can be leaders uh, in demonstrating uh, technology and innovation quickly when when the community needed it for example developing the new disinfecting process uh, developing a new testing mechanism uh, they're just stepping right up on an academic and research side to try and uh, 
bring solutions to bear. And I think that that's one of the things that this crisis has done is it's really brought Michigan State together as a community. And it's helping people outside the, our community to see how important we are and that we're here to help the entire state. And Dan Bowman, how is the, the virus impacting your planning and your daily work? Yeah, I kind of, to me, it's sort of a mixed bag. Uh, if you look at our energy demand on campus, it's significantly down as you would expect. So I guess that's a good thing. Uh, although that's probably not sustainable once we, once we ramp campus back up. Our recycling, uh, we can't recycle really because of the virus. So there's a lot, of, a lot more um, waste going to landfills. Once again, I'm hopeful that that's just a short-term blip and then we'll get back to our practices. One, one positive thing I've noticed is kind of playing on Amy's community uh, point, the grassroots efforts that I see are, are as strong as ever. Um, we've got a number of groups working on our Red, Cedar, Red Cedar River restoration as an example, everywhere from Williamston to Meridian Township to on campus to Lansing. And uh, there's a number of folks that are really focusing on turning that Red Cedar River into a, a destination, uh, restoring its viability, uh, making sure that it's sustainable into the future. And I see those groups as strong as ever. And I don't know that's, if that's because we're all home home on our computers or, or whatever, but um, to me, it's a real positive that's been nice to see. Yeah, well said. Well, before I let you go, and I appreciate all of your comments, uh, I'll start with you, Dan. Just as what you want people to remember about here around Earth Day, MSU, and its sustainability initiatives? I guess I'd like people to remember that, uh, you know, we're here for the long haul. Um, as a university, it's important for us to think holistically about the future and, and what we can do to ensure that our way of life is protected and that, you know, the day-to-day -day actions that we take have a definite impact on our future. And it's important that we keep that in front of us and then we try to think sustainably in really everything that we do. And Amy? I think the important part is that while we're looking day to day what we're doing, that we're also using the campus as a living laboratory and we're educating our students and preparing our graduates for the decision making that they're going to face when they when they leave the university. We were fortunate enough to achieve a gold rating in our sustainability assessment this year through ACI. For us to continue to be a leader, it will take everyone doing their part. And I think that that's the thing I would want to leave everyone with is that we are all in this together and together we can be successful. You're here. And Benny Gore, the final word, just what do you want us to know about what you're working on sustainability wise for MSU? Yeah, I, I think what Dan and Amy said is uh, critically uh, important for all of us that you know, this is an institutional effort, and I remember sitting on the committee with uh, Fred Poston um, back in 2007 with the environmental stewardship and taking a systems approach, and that systems approach has made it successful for us to achieve the, 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 the gold um, level within ASHI, and, and that's because we're all working together that there, every part of the institution is impacted and benefits from um, sustainable efforts. And then, uh, I think the last part of this is dance, you know, we're the institution of a thousand years. And so, you know, you know, it's in our stewardship, we need to really be mindful of how we leave the campus and the campus environment, um, for the succeeding generations of people who will follow us. So, so, you know, I think this is an ongoing effort for all of us. And, 
And, um, you know, one of the great things about Michigan State is that we're, we have a low barrier to, um, for collaboration across units. And so I think that's what you see. Hey, I, I guess I would like to add that I am just feel really fortunate in my position here at MSU to have colleagues like Amy and Benny uh, to support me in my actions. Uh, I think what Benny said about the collaboration is really, uh, it's really true that we can just pick up the phone and work together on these issues. And that's how we make progress. Well, that was Dan Bowman. He's vice president for strategic infrastructure planning and facilities at Michigan State University. We were also speaking with Amy Butler, the Director of Sustainability for Michigan State University, and Venny Gore, who's Vice President for Auxiliary Enterprises at Michigan State University. And, and Amy, is there still a, is there one website, sustainability.msu.edu, where people can find more, or where would you direct them? Yeah, going to the sustainability.msu.edu is a great place to start. Uh, it will then link you to uh, other activities in the other groups as well. Uh, and we are working on it daily. Uh, you can also reach us on social media uh, and follow us so you can see some of the activities that we have going on. Excellent. Well, well, thank you all very much and happy Earth Day. Happy Earth Day. Happy Earth Day, all. And I'm Russ White. This is MSU Today.